We're holding in beginning of Perik Ches, Tafir Beis Beis. The last thing we learned was the difference between things that are Asr and things that are Mutr. And we learned that the translation of Asr doesn't just mean forbidden, but it means that it's tied down. That the drop of Kedusha that's hidden in these things that are Asr, be it an action or a food or even a type of a person, like we said that Goyim, they get their chiyas from Sholish Klipas Atmeis, which has the same category of things that are Asr. So all of that, the Kedusha that's hidden in all of those things, is not available to be taken out through the same way that the Kedusha is available to be taken out from things that are Mutter. Because Mutter means to be untied. And over there, if a person takes a food or does an action, and he does it L'Shem Shemayim, he does it for the intent of bringing it closer to Kedusha, for example, if he takes a piece of food and he eats it with the intent of learning Torah and giving him strength to daven or do mitzvahs, so the Kedusha that was in that food gets elevated and taken out of the Klippa that it was in till now and brought up to Kedusha. And we said that Asr means that that is impossible until Mashiach comes or a person does Tshuva Mehava. So now the time the beginning of Parakhas is adding two Nekudis. Two more points. The first point is that even if someone's action was a completely good action. Meaning, let's talk about, specifically about eating. If a person eats something that's osir, he eats something that's not kosher, and he eats it with the proper intent, because and, and he does it b'shoigik, he does it unintentionally. So that means that his action is not a bad action. The problem over here is not that he rebelled against Hashem and he ate something that Hashem said that he shouldn't eat. The action was a fine action. He was b'shogik. He was It was unintentional. He didn't know that there was a problem with his food. And he ate it, not, not only that, but not only is it, is it, it was his intent good, his intent was perfect because he ate it with the intent to give him strength to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs. And he went and he learned Torah and he did mitzvahs. So he did all the steps correctly. He didn't, he didn't do any rebellion by eating it. He ate it with proper intent. And not only that, but he took the energy that he got from that food, and he fulfilled the intent, and he tackled, learned, and he davened, still, because it's usr, because it's something that's tied down, the kedusha that's in that food does not attach itself to his learning and davening, and it stays in its realm of being caught in the koyach of, of Tumah. That's the first point. The second point he adds is that since we're saying that anything that's stuck in the Sholosh Klipas Atmeis, anything that's stuck in the realm of something that we call Asr or Ra or Navera cannot be pulled out and redeemed, that means that that thing doesn't really have an intrinsic connection to a Yid. A Yid, his Makar is Toif. His source is Toif. And even if it's Klipas Noiga, which is the physical side of the Yid, but it's still more refined. And therefore... Naturally, a yid does not have a drive for anything that comes from Shalash Klipas Atmeis. It's a big chiddush that the Tanya is saying. Naturally, a, even a yitzahara of a yid doesn't have a natural drive to lust after things which are forbidden. Be it food, be it actions, it's not within the realm of the natural yitzahara of a yid. There's two yitzaharas. There's what he calls Shade Mishaid Yehudoyin, which means a, a yidish yitzahara, and then there's Sheid, Mishayid Nukhroin. There's something called the Gaiyashi Yitzhar. And since the, the 
kedusha that's in things that are comes from klipas noiga, which are things that are permissible. They just could be maybe for the wrong intention, or that, which is like food or regular actions or wasting time. All these type of things which are not in the realm of specifically aser. So all those things that is called a yiddish yitzhar. That a natural yitzhar of a yid can lust after such a thing because the kedusha in that thing is still redeemable. So it still has a redeeming quality to be connected to Kedusha, and therefore that's a natural lust. But the lust for a yid to go do an Avera or to eat something that's not kosher is not natural. So we might ask, so then how does that happen? How does it come that a yid has a yitzahara, a pull, a taiva, towards something that's aser? And the answer is that we learned already that when a person eats something that's mutter, but he eats it for the wrong intentions, so in the interim, it becomes connected to the Kayach of Tumah and Ra, it becomes connected to the Shalash Klip Satmeis. And therefore, since during that time he connected himself to the Ra Gomer, through eating L'Shem Taiva, through eating with intent of just fulfilling, his, just fulfilling his desires, so for that time he lowered the status of that food and he connected himself somewhat to that Kayach Ra, therefore he could develop a Yetzirah, even for things which are not natural to a Yid. But natural to a Yid is only a Yetzirah for things which are intrinsically mutter.